0: Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. have exciting news. You can now afford to have your own freeze dryer. That's right, for the first time ever, it's possible to have a freeze dryer in your home. It was invented right here in America by Harvest Right. With this new appliance, you can freeze dry your own food and it will last 25 years. Imagine freeze drying fruit, vegetables, meat, and your own homemade meals. It's as easy to use as a microwave. Learn more about this amazing home freeze dryer at harvestright.com. Again, that's harvestright.com.
1: you've just joined the prepper broadcasting network where we promote self-reliance and independence the views and opinions expressed are strictly those of the host or their guests visit us in the interactive chat room at prepperbroadcasting.com Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Prepping Academy. My name is Forrest, and we have Wait, where's Kyle? Kyle. Well, we don't have Kyle with us tonight. Kyle called in and has to work. An emergency at work, I suppose. He um, asked him to call in. He's just swamped. So, you just got me tonight, Forrest. Um, thanks for joining us. We are live every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're listening to us on Blog Talk Radio, jump over to Prepper Broadcasting Network and join in on our chat room there. You can listen in both places, but it's more interactive if you jump over to PrepperBroadcasting.com. Um, and use your real name or a, a name that I'll recognize if you're a friend. And um, that would be great. So um, if you have any, you can also listen by your phone, which is very interesting. You can call 347-202-0228 and just listen. So I guess if you're driving down the road, you can, it can be a phone call, and you can, you can listen to us. And if you have a question, you can press 1. And get in the queue, and G-Man in the studio will let us know that you're out there with a question. Um, so there is no conspiracy theory with Kyle tonight. He he actually brought, he said, "Hey, if you want to talk about a conspiracy theory, and he brought something up." I'm like, "Dude, that is so far out there." He goes, "Well, it's it's something that's hot right now," and I'm like, "No, I, I just can't. I'm not one to discuss." conspiracy theories. I'm one to make fun of Kyle because he believes every conspiracy theory out there has truth to it and or at least a little bit and so but so there is no conspiracy theory tonight. I'm sorry. Uh, Maybe next week when Kyle gets back we will we will have that. Hey Prepper Broadcast Network um, has a lot of people that are we do this every night live at 9 p.m eastern standard time i mean we have shows like tech prep which is on monday night seven Ps of survival on tuesday night we got prepping for tomorrow on thursdays so there's a ton every every night i think it's where yeah it is it's uh 9 p.m eastern standard time and you can catch a live show so um join one of our hosts go to prepper broadcasting network and you'll see a list of uh, the host and what they're going to talk about. So make sure you join that as well. And that's Every every night, we bring you live content. So tonight, we have a gentleman. His name is Skinny Medic. I met Skinny Medic at Prepper Camp 2014, I guess it was. And um, I followed him before that on the Internet, and he is absolutely Great, awesome! I sat through his class last year at camp, prepper camp, one of the best classes I've I've been through. And uh, we were just discussing a few minutes ago about the classes he's going to teach this year. But um, I, we're honored to have Skinny Medic, and I know Skinny Medics from the southeast, and so he's he's close to home. He's going to be at Prepper Camp 2016 again this year. And Skinny Medic, are you there with us tonight?
2: Yes, sir. How are you?
1: Oh, great. Awesome. I am so glad to have you on. I appreciate you taking the time and joining us tonight.
2: No problem. I appreciate you having me on your show.
1: Yeah. Um, so I got a few questions for you because I've never really asked you these. When, I, when I'm at Prepper Camp, I'm asking you medical questions because that's, that's kind of the key is, is to learn there. But um, what yes, got sir? you in the medical field?
2: Uh, my dad is a firefighter. Uh, he's now a fire chief. Uh, he's been a firefighter my whole life and just kind of, you know, didn't really want to be a firefighter and just kind of um, went and talked to a few people and talked to some EMS guys and went and rode with them. I was a young kid. Uh, I was in high school at that time and uh, really enjoyed it. And I started volunteering uh, with uh, the local rescue squad. they, you know, they go out and they help EMS. They drive the ambulance. They do CPR. They kind of do that kind of thing. It's all volunteer-based. So it's all guys who have, you know, normal jobs or things like that. And I was just a student at that time. Right. And then I went straight out of high school, got my EMT, got my paramedic. And um, it's been a, a whirlwind since then.
1: So how many years have you been doing this?
2: Uh, this December will be 14 years in EMS.
1: Wow. So then i got to ask the question. I, I mean <laughs> – you I won't. I don't pass out when I see blood, but I've seen a, like the broken bone that um, in the Olympics that video, and it, I just, <laughs> uh, it just, I cringe. But so, how do you handle, you know, working blood and guts, people dying or almost dying, hopefully not dying, and then going home to a family life? And I mean, how do you handle that on a daily basis?
2: It definitely is tough. I think it definitely wears on you over time. You know, I've worked for a busy 911 system for most of my career, and it definitely wears on you. As part of being a paramedic, I'm also an instructor. So I try to tell my students that you have to separate yourself. And it's the same thing when I'm talking to groups about, you know, whether got their like prepper group or homesteading group set up, whatever you want to call it. You know, the, the medic, the person that's in charge of medical, you have to be able to separate yourself. And I know that's tough, you know, you have, we have to show compassion, compassion, we have to, you know, show that love, but at the same time we can't get emotionally involved in every single patient because it just emotionally just wears you down. You know, I have those calls that, you know, I will remember for the rest of my life, but they just they wear on you, and you, it, it is tough, but you have to be able to separate it. And I, I tell my students that it, it's just a, you have to think about it as a video game, that you have all the rules you, you have the playbook You have everything you've been trained to play the video game And you play the game And sometimes you win the game And sometimes you, you don't wow. lose you, know, you, you lose the game Right. So we have to go out there and show that I did Absolutely everything I could do for a patient And sometimes there's other plans And it just doesn't work out But a lot of times it does work out And it's, it's fun to be a part of those
1: Awesome, hey, we appreciate I mean, I appreciate it you know, EMS people and, you know, all, I mean, because, I mean, they are lifesavers and on the, you know, they're in the front row of, you know, some bad things happening. Well, um, you've been a medic. I, for, go ahead.
2: I just did a video on um, Henry Rifles sent me one of their EMS edition Rifles. And I did a video, I posted it on Full 30 today. I'm going to post it on YouTube in the morning. But, you know, I think EMS as a whole, just just nobody really thinks about them in general because they're just they're in the background they're not you know nobody sees them as important until you need them and these guys are getting up you know from the kitchen table they're getting up in the middle of the night now a lot of services are still volunteers these guys are volunteer ems and i don't like you said i don't think they get enough credit so i I, they're awesome i just want to everybody out there i just want to tell them thank you
1: yep i appreciate that yep so um how did you get involved in prepping when you um did you become a medic first or did prepping evolve after you're a medic? How did, how did that evolve?
2: Uh, prepping was definitely after I became a paramedic um, and really hadn't thought about it until um, I'm good friends with Such on, on YouTube. He also does sensible prepper and uh, we started going to church with him and just got to talking and, Kind of, he I guess he's want to introduce me to prepping about being more prepared about just for general emergencies and and kind of open my eyes up and then You know, the first thing we got was chickens and we started gardening, and then the next thing we know, we've got a water barrel. Then we're stocking food, we're canning, and it just kind of snowballed on us that you know we, we want to be more prepared for emergencies and be more prepared for, uh, you know, just. Natural disasters, you know, and everybody wants to go crazy for the zombies and stuff like that, but I kind of got that case, and then that's what got me into my, you know, the the medical, the YouTube stuff, because I figured out nobody was prepping for medical emergencies, nobody was prepping for that kind of side, but they all wanted the guns, the the ammo, and the beans and the rice, but nobody was prepping for the medical side, so that's kind of what got us started in our YouTube channel.
1: Well, how did you get the name Skinny Manic? I know you're skinny, I've seen you and you're a medic, but someone had to give you that name or how did that come up? Hey, let's take a quick break.
3: Has your data been hacked? Do you feel uneasy about the vulnerability of your personal information online? Were you involved in the target, LinkedIn or Microsoft data leaks? Don't know? If not, then pay attention Join Forrest Garvin from PrepperNet for a free webinar on privacy and security. Gain insights into safe internet browsing, VPNs, crafting online aliases, secure emails, detecting if your data has been hacked, and managing passwords. Secure your spot today for this webinar on privacy and security. It's free. This webinar delves into comprehensive strategies for bolstering your online privacy. We've got you covered. From fortifying your passwords to shielding your financial information and mastering state-of-the-art encryption techniques. We're offering two convenient dates to suit your schedule. Reserve your spot now at PrepperNet.com privacy. Don't let cyber threats erode your peace of mind any longer. Take the first step toward a safer, more secure online experience by joining us for our free webinar. Remember, knowledge is power when it comes to safeguarding your privacy. Sign up now at PrepperNet.com privacy. We'll see you there.
2: There was um I'm trying to think who gave it to me. It was a nickname from somebody, somebody um I was gonna speak at Black Mountain, uh which was probably gosh, probably six years ago maybe, the first show brought in Black Mountain, North Carolina. And it mentioned yep. Richard, uh just said Car sorry calling me Skinny Medic and it just kinda kicked off from there. So uh yeah, it just kind of I don't remember who gave just a nickname, somebody gave it to me. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't have a nickname yet no one's everyone calls me names that I can't use so uh, <laughs> so um in medical preps um that's that's I would say that is one of the weakest areas of all preppers is medical yes, sir. What advice would you give um, my, like myself or other preppers that are knowing that that's our weakest area what, what kind of advice do you have for us?
2: Yeah, you know, I think it's definitely. The two-sided question because a lot of people I've found, especially in the last year or so, because we've been pushing our business more and we've been traveling, doing more shows, is everybody wants the cool gear. Everybody wants the newest and the fancy gear, but then a lot of times they don't have the training. But at the same point, if you can have all the training in the world, if you don't have the proper equipment, you're kind of not in the best shape either. So having the, the right skills and the right equipment, so it just Getting into a good, I always encourage people to get into just a simple first aid class. American Heart teaches one. The Red Cross teaches just a basic first aid class. And then you can start looking at more of the advanced stuff, like the trauma classes and things like that. But just working on the training and the education is just as important as having the bandages and the Band-Aids and things like that. And so I encourage people to just start, you know, working slowly at this because you can get overwhelmed. It's just kinda like prepping in generally, I think. People come into prepping, they're like, Oh my gosh, I've got to have a year's worth of food, a year's worth of water, all this stuff, and they get overwhelmed. But if they start out slow and think, Okay, I'm gonna put a first aid kit in my vehicle. I'm gonna put a right. tourniquet on my next to my rifle at the range and just kind of mm-hmm. starting slow and progressively building it. More and more, then you look back and go, "Oh wow, I've done a lot over the last year."
1: Right. Well, you know, I was looking to get involved in a search program here in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, and it's non-existent in Mecklenburg County where I live. Oh wow. Uh, Yeah, it's not. um, You go. uh, It's just they don't have one. Now they, um, the local fire department here is offering some volunteering where you can go in and loan some of this stuff. But it's not official like through the SEARCH program, which in some cities that's huge, but just doesn't seem to be very big here. Because that, that would be a great place to start as well, wouldn't it?
2: Yes. Uh, the county that I live in has a SEARCH team. Uh, the county next to me has a SEARCH team, and it's a little bigger county. But, you know, that's, that's definitely a, f- a way to get free education a lot of times too. They're, they'll send you to free classes. You know, even I know a lot of guys who volunteer with fire departments, like you were saying, just for the first responder education, you know, to get that free class. Because some of these classes are expensive. You start going to, you know, the the the, uh, the other the trauma classes and, and things like that, they can add up very quickly just like any other training class.
1: Right, yep. Um, what are a few things, um, you know, as preppers we have bug out bags we have everyday carry then we got the the u-haul that we'll never be able to use um (laughs) (laughs) i mean what what are a few things in my everyday carry or my bug out bag that are absolutely must-haves i mean just absolutely have to have one or two or whatever they are you know what i mean just a list of a few things
2: yeah, I think – when one, I did a video a while back. I think one of the biggest killers in a grid-down situation or bad situation we're going to be in is infection. Um, you know, we, we have patients that get infected right now. Uh, they get diagnosed as septic. And currently, right now in our healthcare system, they have about a 50% mortality rate uh, if you get diagnosed with sepsis, which is a mm. severe infection. And so I think in a grid-down situation, that's just going to be amplified even more. Right. So that's what scares me. So having the ability to clean wounds, uh, you can buy, like, saline flushes um, on Amazon very cheaply. Uh, betadine is another thing we're going to need to look at. Uh, we've kind of gotten away from the peroxide. We found out that that kind of takes the good and the bad germs away, so we're kind of getting away from the peroxide. Mm-hmm. But I like having the betadine. I like having saline flushes of honey, Raw, fresh, good honey makes good antiseptic, And having good, clean bandages, you can go through those very quickly. So I think you're having even like a good handkerchief in your first aid kit to make splints for a shoulder, things like that. Um, I know you you mentioned in the beginning of the thing, uh, my favorite, you took one of my classes at Prepper Camp, and I always talk about the Israeli bandage. I think that's absolutely the best bandage that's out there right now. For the money, you can buy these the surplus ones for 5 or $6. You can buy them brand new for like 12 So something very reasonably priced, you can do a ton with it. You can bandage arms, legs, even a head injury you can wrap it up with. Of course, you could use it as a tourniquet, pressure bandage. And it mm-hmm. really doesn't weigh that much. You're talking about something that weighs just a few ounces because everybody's bug out bag probably weighs about 75 pounds. So having right. weight weight is an issue so they're gonna get like three
1: blocks and go you know what i'm not sure i need all this
2: (laughs) and they're gonna start chunking stuff out so you know i think israeli bandage is definitely somewhere to start uh you know for guys who are training with firearms obviously i think having a tourniquet Mm -hmm. is super important uh getting the training on that as well yep just having you know having a and i talk about this in other classes that there's no one size fits all for first aid kits. You know, we don't have one rifle that does everything. You don't have a rifle that shoots close quarters and then can go out and shoot a thousand yards. Right. So a first aid kit is not the same thing. You need, there's a first aid kit that's designed for your car. There's a first aid kit that's designed for your house. And then one that you carry to the range. So having different items, you know, I, I keep like a Sam splint in my car. It looks a good splint for an arm, for a leg. You can make a C collar out of it. Um, I put ice packs in my car. But that's not necessarily I may not carry them in my bug out bag, but just different items like that.
1: Wow. So I remember the class, and that we were talking about this before the show, is the you you taught a class at prepper camp, and it was really using the Israeli bandage only mm-hmm. and the different wounds that someone would get. And you showed us how to use the bandage, different areas of the body, and what you would do and how you would do it—it it was like I told you before the show. It was probably one of the best classes I had. Um, Thank you. I, I, learned, I learned a lot. And do you have a video on that, like that, on YouTube that kind of goes through the same, um, the same class?
2: I don't. And that's why I was just telling my wife the other day that I've got a video on the Israeli bandage, but it was—it was one of my first videos. It's awful. So okay. now I've gotten a little better in front of the camera. I've got a little better camera as well. The lighting, the mic, audio goes better. I need to really redo that video and and need to go through and just show as many uses for the Israeli bandage as I can. Because I, I do think it's a good bandage and it's affordable. You know, a lot of times medical supplies are expensive, especially when you're talking about buying. You know, the five by nines, four by fours, right? Uh, the co band, all this adds up. So that bandage itself is is very reasonably priced. So. I definitely think that's something I need to do
1: in the future. And that's always on the list of preppers. I mean, they always – it has first aid kit and Israeli. I mean, that's one of the things that I guess um, experienced preppers tell newbies to get. And and it's a good thing to get. But um, So, yeah, that that is um, a great – now, you mentioned uh, how to use a tourniquet. That's interesting because – You know, I have several, I have the, you know, two or three different types, but, Mm -hmm. um, I guess learning how to use them properly, there should be some training there, which of course I don't have, but, um, what's a good way to do? I'm sure you probably have a video on that, but, um, is there a class or how would you recommend someone actually learn how to use a tourniquet and especially when to use a tourniquet?
2: Definitely, and I've got videos on using different tourniquets now. It seems like everybody has their tourniquet that's on the market. You know, used to, there was only just a handful. Now there's more and more tourniquets coming onto the market. And I think each of them have their benefit. Each of them have their, you know, their troubles as well. So I, of course, I've done videos on my YouTube channel, Skinny Medic. And then I would encourage you to probably the best place is go to your gun range, your local gun range. And a lot of gun ranges now are offering trauma classes where you can get in and okay. learn and really get your hands on these things because watching a video is only so good until you get hands on there. So I think, uh, you know, getting a good trauma class is important because I like the cat gets made by North American Rescue. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the one I like. But there's other ones out there that are good as well. So um, having a the ability and you know, practice with it and understand that when to use, like you said, is important too because there's a lot of misconceptions on when I would use a tourniquet, when I wouldn't use a tourniquet. I think a lot of people are scared to use a tourniquet too and I think that could be trouble as well. So getting comfortable with the information and knowledge.
1: Well, some of the, I know several years ago, if you put a tourniquet on someone, they're going to end up losing their leg or their arm, wherever you put it. And um, that was what I was always taught. only use it as a last case you know
2: yeah medical and that's what, device i just did a video it was my maybe my last video i posted but it was the top misconceptions of tourniquets and that's what i hear a lot of people saying and when i got an ems a, a number of years ago they uh you know that was it you know they you did all these things you put direct pressure you tried to elevate it you tried to put a, a pressure point and then the last ditch effort was you put a tourniquet on it. Mm-hmm. And now we're teaching students that you put direct pressure on a wound, you know, firm, good, direct pressure, and if you can't get the bleeding controlled, you put a tourniquet on it. Right. And I've put a okay. number of tourniquets on pre-hospital, and, you know, they nobody lost a limb. And okay. so it's, been, it's been really good. I've seen it, you know, they hurt really, really bad. I had a guy that had a really bad leg injury, and... He said that the tourniquet hurt, hurt worse than the actual uh, leg injury. Wow. So they hurt. and uh, But definitely with our modern medicine, if you had someone, you know, obviously in a grid-down situation, you put a tourniquet on, we're in a really, really, really bad situation. But in a normal situation where healthcare is still up to where it is now and EMS is coming, you can get help within a normal time period, um, I would put a tourniquet on and leave it on. I wouldn't loosen it up, anything like that and we get them to help. You know, as long as you get them to help within a few hours, they are mm-hmm. fine.
1: Great. Awesome. Well, let's see. That's good information. I just, I did not, I always looked at it as if they only use it if they're going to die, I and mean, you're telling me different now. So, so when I, my kid hurt his finger the other day, it was not a good time to use a tourniquet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw a little not. blood. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I said, as long as you can put direct pressure and hold on to it and you can get it to slow down, you probably don't need a tourniquet. Okay. But if you've got that bright red blood that's squirting, and I always tell people, like, you walk them and go, oh, my gosh, that's a lot of blood, you uh-huh. probably need to put a tourniquet on it. Okay. So, um, and there's different tourniquets. You know, like on the market, there's the cat, there's the soft tee.
1: Now, the cat, uh, is that the one with the stick in it?
2: Yep, that is. It's, it's the one that's made out of composite uh, plastic.
1: It's, yeah. um,
2: mm-hmm. it, it's That's the cat. There's the SWAT T, which is aluminum. Uh, it's yep. a good tourniquet. Uh, I know a lot of people like the TK4 and the Rats. They're a little bit smaller tourniquet, but they're easy to carry more on an everyday basis. And then the uh, SWAT tourniquet is a good one as well. It's made like a it's like a big rubber band tire, <laughs> right? Okay. Like bicycle yep. tire. Yep. It's a good one as well. So, uh, well, there's... in the
1: military, we just used our belt. No, we getting, didn't. I didn't <laughs> ever use a belt. I'm sorry. That's what they show in the movies. on
2: wrecks who try, you know, they they put the belt on. And I would rather see you try to do that than not do anything not at me. all. But, yeah, it's tough.
1: We'd always take a vote in the military going, well, I don't know. He didn't clean his room or, you know, I'm just kidding <laughs> on that. Uh, we were hey, doing um, a
2: training class a while back, and we were coming in and a couple of uh, medics and I were coming through a, like a scenario where there had been a, a mass shooting, and these guys were joking around. They're like, "Hey, I'm bleeding out. I'm bleeding out." And I was like, "I got a credit card. and Who wants to start paying?" Yeah. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> you know, I, you know, kind of a side road here, but I don't. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I'm not saying I'm a big fan. I've just never watched the show The Office. Mm-hmm. But they had a, uh, a one of the shows, and they were doing CPR on a dummy. That's the funniest clip i've ever seen (laughs) from a tv show have you ever seen that i
2: have yeah
1: that is hilarious i mean that is awesome (laughs) but anyway hey last week we had um survivor jane which you know survivor jane very well and yep she was you know founder of prepping camp and you're going to be there again this year um what makes, I mean, you. What makes prepper camp or because there there are shows and I know you go to a lot of shows and it's some of them are hands on, but sometimes you set up your booth and just sell things. But prepper camp's kind of different. Tell us what your thoughts are about prepper camp and why you enjoy going to it.
2: Definitely, and you know, we we really hit the shows really hard this year because this is the first of the year I went to um, my. I left EMS full time to go to my business full time to concentrate more on that okay. And so we went to a lot of shows in the southeast, we went to Virginia uh, we've been to North Carolina, we've been uh, to Georgia we've been up to a lot of shows and I've actually really been frustrated by other shows and it's funny, I actually talked to Rick and Jan about this, that you know a lot of these shows are just there to sell vendor space they're just there to sell to sell items where Prepper Camp is different, like Prepper Camp is all about You know, there is vendors there. They are selling stuff, but it's absolutely, it's about education. And I've been to shows this year where uh, I taught a class and there was four people in my class. And I was like, what the heck? Like you're, this is weird. And so at Prepper Camp, the vendors are there, they're set up. And obviously they're as a business, but when the classes are going on, the vendor space is dead because the people that are there are in classes and they're there to learn and they're there to educate themselves. And they have fantastic classes, which is why people are leaving. And then in between classes, the vendor spaces fill up and everything's good. But then when the next class is there, it's like a ghost town in the vendor area, which is what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to be there to learn. I've taken uh, classes on bread making, on uh, cheese. I've done the rabbit. So I'm there Mm -hmm. to learn stuff that I don't know know, very much about. I'm there to, to educate myself as well and I, I really was frustrated this year at some of the shows that I felt like we're just there to, uh, to make the And, you know,
1: it is you know, interesting that, um, almost every teacher or someone instructor last year, they were always in someone else's class. And that mm-hmm. was, and that's good. That means that they're, you know, wanting to learn. And, but it was actually one of the classes I took. I went, um, it was a great class, went to another class and the, that instructor, asked me to save him a seat <laughs> and so um but yeah, I agree with you. prepper camp is is different, unique what Jane and Rick has done is pretty amazing now i'm not i don't want to bash the convention center shows <clears throat> I mean they mean well, and there it is I mean people do have to make money, and I'm okay with people making money I'm trying to make money off this as well, like like you and several other people but um but it it just it, it seems like. Going to Saluda, which is kind of out of the way,
2: mm-hmm. a lot of
1: people camping, it's, there's, there's a, a saying that a friend of mine said, there are people that are highly interested and there are people highly motivated. And it seems like it's the highly motivated to go to prepper camp. Would you agree with that?
2: I agree with that. You know, we, Like we were saying, I've been to other shows and I'm like, I kind of worry about if these people really are prepared or if they really are prepping. And I feel like the vast majority of people who are going to prepper camp are doing it like they are mm-hmm. trying to be prepared and that ranges from they want to be prepared for a snowstorm three days down without electricity or they will be prepared for a long-term situation so i think these people really are trying to be more prepared yep. and like i said that could be from three days to a year to long term and so i just i really enjoy it. like it's outside and a lot of times it seems like it is not the same crowd, but a lot of the times it is a large majority of the same people coming right. back year it's after kind year. Kind like family. Yep. It is. It's definitely like family, and that's what a lot of people. Have, you know, my kids go to Purple Camp every year, and a lot of the vendors, a lot of the people that who come to Purple Camp have watched my kids grow up and get older, and just it's they they love seeing my kids, and they talk about how much bigger they're getting year after year. So it, it is like family.
1: Yep. Hey, um, well, speaking of paying the bills, we're going to, um, G-Man's in the studio. We're going to run a few, few um, advertisements to pay our bills. And then when we get back, I'm going to ask you about some of the classes you're teaching this year at Prepper Camp. So okay. we'll be right back with Skinny Medic.
0: Hey, I'm Joe Alton, MD. I'm here to remind you that disasters can happen anytime, anywhere, and you need to know what to do in an emergency. The new 2016 third edition of the Survival Medicine Handbook is the essential guide for when medical health is not on the way. The Survival Medicine Handbook covers every issue you'll face in times of trouble, and it's all in plain English. Get the Survival Medicine Handbook at Amazon.com. I guarantee one day you'll be glad you did Preppers Asylum is the premier preparedness outfitter. They carry in stock and ship direct the products
1: you're looking for. MREs, freeze-dried food, Kelly kettles, water filtrates,
0: first aid and trauma kits, stoves, personal protection, self-defense supplies, and more. Preppers Asylum are people just like you and I. Find what you're looking for and use promo code PBN at checkout to receive 10% off. That's promo code PBN for 10% off at preppersasylum.com. The Wondermill.com, the best grain mills on the market, with the ability to mill several items that many grain mills will not. There are two grain mills to choose from, the Wonder Mill Electric. It's fast and gives you a vast variety of items it can grind. The Wonder Junior Hand Grain Mill can grind a wide variety of things that even some of the most expensive hand grain mills cannot, including oily grains, nuts,
2: and seeds. Learn more about the most resourceful tool that you may ever own. See
0: all the exciting things that Wonder Mill can do for you and what you eat at thewondermill.com.
1: Hey, welcome back. Let me just tell you what's going on. While the commercials was going over. on, I looked over in the chat room, and Skinny Medic's talking to people. That's awesome. While we're doing this live radio show, we are both interacting in the chat room, and you can go to prepperbroadcasting.com, join in the chat, ask a questions. I know a few of my friends are in there that, can, that are very experienced preppers and can answer any question that you have as well. But um, tonight, we got Skinny Medic, and he he is awesome. And, Skinny, you're going to be teaching a couple classes, I know, at Prepper Camp. And the reason I bring this up, because a lot of the people currently listening to our show are from the Carolina Preppers Network, which is a network in the Carolinas, 1,800 people. We have meetups in seven, eight different cities um, monthly and um it's a so everyone needs to reach out to prepper network it's called carolina preppers network just go there.com if you're in the carolinas if you're in idaho don't bother Mm -hmm. um but um and, and and join one of ours but a lot of them in the carolinas we all know who skinny medic is and we've been following him for some time and so and he's teaching at um Perper Camp coming up, and so um, what classes are you teaching this year, And um, Skinny?
2: So we'll be doing two different classes this year. We'll be doing our How to Build a First Aid Kit, and then we'll be doing a Basic Trauma class. Oh, I, I like doing the, the, um, the How to Build a First Aid Kit because I give you some ideas about building a kit for your home, your vehicle, your, your person, and I tell you where to go get them, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where you can look at to buy things in bulk to save a little bit of money, especially for, like, group buys if you want to go and things like that. So uh, kind of do a little education on what you need to look for. And then we're going to do a trauma class where I'm going to talk about how to, you know, different tourniquets, how to put them on, when to put them on, uh, doing a good uh, patient assessment so you can find the trauma that, that may be associated with the patient. And then we are going to talk about chest seals and just all this down and dirty trauma. And I'm not going to talk about how to put a Band-Aid on, But I'm going to tell you how to stop major bleeding because I do feel like the major trauma. We used to talk about it just as being at the gun range, but now I think it's coming to our homes. It's coming to our workplace. It's coming. The violence is coming to where we're at locally.
1: Yep. So you know, of all the preps that we have, as equal as owning a gun or having food, I think being able to Perform basic medical um, first aid to trauma is as important as having food for two weeks. Because if, if you get an infection or something something happens, you might not live to even eat your food. But um, with that, absolutely, with that, um, there people have survival groups, and they can call them survival groups. But, you know, call them mags. Um, how many you, – you need at least – well, first of all, you know, I'm in a survival group, and the medic is the hardest person to find. And so to train common lay people like myself to be a medic is, is just so difficult. But how important is it to have a group with a medic in there?
2: I think it's important um, because there's going to be accidents happen. There's going to be things that happen in a bad situation, such as, you know, drinking bad water, uh, the simple and wounds that may turn bad. So I definitely think that it's, you know, so it's important. And I say it is tough because, you know, not everybody can be a medic. But at the same time, you know, we have in our group someone who's really good at electricity and you've been an electrician. And I'm scared to death of electricity. I, I I've gotten hit with one tin and it hurts like crap. So yeah. um, you know, but having everybody brings different skill set to a group and be able to come together is super important. And you know, in my group, I'm very fortunate and lucky that we have a nurse and a, uh, me as a paramedic. So the nurse is more educated on the long term care, and I'm of course more on like the acute, the uh, first responder stuff. So we're we're very blessed in our group that we have, you know, somebody I can think about as the emergency side, and it teaches, you know, the more long-term, it can help us with long-term situations.
1: Okay. Um, actually, someone on the in the chat room, I was getting ready to go here, just asked about fish antibiotics. Um, one of my best friends is a doctor, and several years ago, I sent him an email. I said, hey, look, read this article. Uh, that I read about fish antibiotics and he, I saw him in church the next weekend and he looked at me like he was stunned. He goes, Forrest, these are the same pills that as a doctor, I would prescribe to my patients. That is amazing. And so do you think having um, the fish antibiotics and, and you think that's important?
2: I do, and we actually do stock up on the fish antibiotics. And I think you know we don't take them just because we have a runny nose or we have a sore throat. I I do think sometimes we you know people we've learned that overusing antibiotics is bad because it it just builds up our tolerance to them. But in a bad situation, a grid down situation where I think infection is going to be the one of the leading causes of death, having these antibiotics is important. And as long as the patient that you're giving them to is not allergic to penicillin because these are all, all the penicillin family. Right. They're just fine. Uh you know, and way that I I was learning about this well too, you know, a few years back and I did my own research like you did and found out that these are the exact same pill. You know, every pill inside the United States has to have some sort of identifier on it. Right. That way first responders, if I come up on a bunch of pills laying around, then I can look them up and see what they are. So when you open up these fish mocks, uh then you open up a bottle of amoxicillin, they're the exact same. They're the exact same color. Right. They have a pill identifier that you can Google, and it comes up and tells you the dosage and tells you everything about it. So I believe these are exactly these are the same, same pills that we're getting prescribed from our, our, our physicians.
1: So how long um, can one st- – is there a – Temperature range, and how long are they good for? Or,
2: no, do, or do they a, vary? Yeah, it varies from medicine to medicine, and there really hasn't been a whole lot of research done on you know, just how effective and how long-term these medicines are. But the most things that I've read and I've done to do my research on is about five years. Uh, once they expire, so they do, of course, these medicines have an expiration date, and that's when they start losing how effective they are. Uh, these medicines aren't going to, they're not going to become toxic. Uh, there's some thought maybe like aspirin becomes toxic and tetracycline, which is another antibiotic, do get toxic after they expire. But these, first of the fish mocks, they do not. They just may not be as effective as right. they were when they were brand new. So as long as you keep them in a cool, dry, dark place, they will stay good for a longer time. The mistakes a lot of people make is they put these big things of medicine in their cars where it's 110 degrees in the summertime and that definitely cuts down how effective they are.
1: Well, I got a suggestion for you, and you don't have to take it of course, but someone like myself that's very that's just learning about the fish antibiotics, it would be great if if you had on your site a package of of the main the top five antibiotics with a pamphlet that tells me exactly what each one is for. And mm-hmm. how much dose you know pills a child you know a, a teenager an adult should take and and it's like a kit, and that way I don't have to research you know all this myself I don't have to then you know, not know the you know what how much to give someone and how many days to give them I think that would be and I know it's probably going to be pricey, but that would be so valuable to me, I would buy that um if you what know, is, if it was a kit like
2: that, one of the things yeah. I recommend to Mike, the people I talk to, is to look at you know, like get. There's a book called. It's on Amazon. It's called the Physician's Desk Reference Guide, and it's a really thick book. They come out for one every single year, but it has all of the medications that are currently on the market. It has them listed. It tells you exactly what you're asking for. It asks for the dosage, mm-hmm. and what kind of symptoms you may give it for. It gives you. Uh, things to look out for, and it's it's a thick book, but every year they come out with a new one. So you could get one that's maybe a year or two old and have this book on a shelf somewhere. That way if something bad does happen, then you know if you come across some medicines for some reason, you want to know what this medicine's for or, you know, your group's coming together, then you have that education there.
1: I mean, I love that idea, and I do have that book, by the way.
2: Yes, sir. But Good, awesome.
1: I would love a kit that you had would have on your website with the top five antibiotics, uh-huh. with a little with a little brochure telling me what each one is for, and you know all and just it's a kit. And then once I have that, that gives me that's like an insurance policy. Now right. the insurance policy only will cover so many infections or whatever. But just having that, and then then once once I have the information. Then I would feel more. I would more likely go to your site and buy more, so I would have my insurance policy would grow. Follow following yeah. saying it's just that just simplifies it because I mean we as preppers and survivalists we learn so much that when things are simple, it's easier to buy than just sometimes learn in the on the front end. Yeah, so.
2: and that's why we come out with the kits and things like that because there are people who want to build their own first case kits and then more power to them. But a lot of people just won't say, Hey, look, you've been a paramedic for a long time. You put this kit together, I'll take it. And so you make things simple for people.
1: Hey, speaking of your kits, you've got some amazing kits. Um, I've witnessed your, your, your tent at um, prepper camp. You have been on your website. um, And I've even purchased things from you. Um, but tell us about your website and some of the things you put together, together that you just can't buy these off the shelf. I mean, you, they're actually hand put together with tender loving care by Skinny Manic, correct?
2: <laughs> or my wife, one of us. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah, we um, we started this company because we figured out that medical kits were one, they were garbage because they were coming with a thousand band-aids and they were charging you really expensive for it, or they said these kits were just outrageously priced for what they had in them. I thought, man, it's really expensive. And people work hard for their money. And when they start spending money with companies, they want to make sure they're going to get quality stuff. So that's why we started our business. So we, we've got kits from all the way from, you know, our small Molly kit, which is a really small kit. It's got some real basic supplies in it that you could take in, uh, any basic first aid class and know how to use all the items inside of it. And then we have items all the way up to trauma kits that are tourniquets and pressure bandages and hemostatic agents. And now we have the, a lot of individual supplies that people do want to build their own kit. They can buy the empty bag and they can take out the empty, you know, the individual items and they can build their own kit. Their customization, whatever they want to do.
1: So you get from first aid kits to a full surgery room, right?
2: We've got you up from small first aid kits to boo boos all the way up to full trauma kits. Um, We're working on a couple of new kits that will probably come out by the end of the year um, to look bigger kits, maybe something like a home first aid kit and a backpack, some things like that. But we've got some good good ideas. Um, I just released, uh, it's supposed to be actually start shipping out in the next week or two, uh, my own pouch that I designed. It's actually made in Western North Carolina. Um, so okay. it's a good quality pouch. We're really excited about that. So hopefully those will start shipping out uh, shortly, and we will have them at prepper Camp. So people wanted a Made in the USA bag, and so we listened to them, and we're going to bring it to them.
1: So um, what is that website where people can go and, and view all the kits and the, you know your store, your online store? What's the, what's the URL for that, and what's it called?
2: So there's two different ways you can get to it. You can go to medicalgearoutfitters.com, and that will take you directly to the store. You can also go to shop.skinnymedic.com, and that will take you to the store. So, either one you want to go to will take you to the same store. Um, and then, if you go to Skinny Medic, just simply go to SkinnyMedic.com. That will take you to my YouTube channel, and also there's a link to the store there.
1: Awesome. I'm sure some, we'll have someone post the links in the, um, and we'll post that on the, um, the podcast as well in the details. Um, and so you are trying to make a full-time living and is it is I mean is it going okay? I mean are you I mean a bunch of us are trying to do this but um <laughs> I would think that you have a huge advantage over someone like myself cause of you got a lot of skills when it comes to putting together the kits and and selling them and your and the knowledge you have is just unbelievable. So how is it going?
2: We are very blessed. Uh, the business is going fantastic. We are um, busier than ever. Uh, sales have about doubled what they were from last year. So. But we've awesome. been doing this for a while. I mean, I, I, for the last, we started the business almost five years ago now. I really started just I wanted gun, some more gun money, and it kind of <laughs> took off from there. Right. And so for the last two years, I had pretty much been working two full-time jobs. I mean, my, my EMS career was a full-time job. And then Skinny Medic was a full-time job. and then So for two years, it's been a full-time job. And I was just being a paramedic on the side full-time as well. So uh, it was nothing for me to work crazy hours uh, all day and all night. So this year, we stepped down. We knew that we felt like God was calling us to do it, and we knew that he would open some doors for us, and he'd close some other doors that we didn't expect to be closed. And so when this door opened for us to step out, uh, we took it, and we took it on faith, and God has been awesome. He has truly blessed us this year.
1: Awesome. That is awesome. So if you will tell us, um, you know, everyone can get to you to you by going to SkinnyMedic.com, but tell us about your YouTube channel and what you're trying to do with that.
2: So we have um, about 400-plus videos on YouTube now. Uh, we post a lot of preparedness videos. I do kind of get into gun stuff just because I like guns. just feels like everybody else here. Um, but I try to stay focused on the, uh, the the videos for being prepared medically and for trauma supplies. Uh, one of the things I do on my YouTube channel is called Quick Tip, uh, which I think people really enjoy. I just, just hold my phone up. There's no editing, and I give a quick tip. It's about a minute or two uh, video, and it's just on one subject. Like I gave a quick tip on aspirin about you know having aspirin for people having chest pains and might be having a heart attack and things like that, so I try to Keep it simple, just for somebody that's got just a few minutes to watch a video. And then we do videos on the trauma supplies and the other medical kits and pouches, things that because they're expensive, people may not want to open them up and look at them. So we'll open up on a video and show them how they work and, and kind of edu- help educate people.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool that you could buy a kit from Skinny Medic off his website. It, you know, it's delivered and then you can watch a video of him telling you what's in the kit and how to use it. Am I correct?
2: Absolutely. I mean that like,
1: is amazing. That's why people may they need to spend maybe I don't know if you're cheaper or more expensive than other sites, but that's why they need to buy products from you right there. That is awesome.
2: There is no other company on the internet big or small doing exactly what I'm doing. You know, there's other people who have great kits out on the market and there's other companies that have great kits on the market but no company is making the kits and providing you the education that I'm providing you. So um, That is
1: it's, absolutely, I agree with that. And that's why I'm such a big fan of yours. I have been. And that's why you're on tonight. And we're going to have you on again. But um, so tell I appreciate us, all, you having me. Tell us and we're not finished yet, but I just want everyone to know how to get all your sites, everything you want to promote. This is your time.
2: So <laughs> basically you can go to any social media platform and put in skinny medic and you'll find me. Um, I love Instagram. Uh, It's a good way for me to post my products, the products I'm reviewing. Uh, Also, you know, kind of behind the scenes what my family and I are doing. And then Facebook, uh, you can punch in Skinny Medic. I think it's Skinny Medic YouTube, and I'll be on Facebook. I post updates, and then we're on YouTube as well, of course, for the videos. And then we just joined Full 30, which is a gun community, which was really excited to be invited into that community. So that's a kind of a new start for us to start posting videos on full 30
1: well that that is awesome um and again skinny medic has a a full site of medical with the videos and if that's not if that's not i mean that is just people need to buy your products for sure um thank you and it supports you and I mean, you're a good brother in the Lord, too, and that's, and we're trying to help you and your family, and you're helping people by training them. And the only way you can do that is by selling little products, making a little money, and that is awesome. That is the American way right there.
2: Right. And like I said, my wife and I, we're not trying to, trying to get rid of that. We're just trying to provide for our kids. We, we, we homeschool our children. We feel like that was important, so that's kind of our way of uh, providing for our kids. You there? Yes sir. Okay,
1: um so um and um I had there was a question that came up on the chat a few seconds ago. Um oh, are you in a survival group? And um and how long how's that working because people are struggling with survival groups. That's one of the that's that's tough to find the right people and and how's that working for you? I mean, you're a medic. I mean, everyone wants you in their group, too. So, I mean, without giving details, but, I mean, a lot of details, but how is that working out for you?
2: Yes, I have um, a group that I'm involved with uh, locally, and uh, it's very well because I think we have people in our group that are at all different stages of prepping. Uh, We have people in our group that are getting their bug out bags complete and just getting started, and we have people in our group who have a year plus of survival of food. So it's a wide range of people, and uh, we're, it just, its not a requirement for our group, but all of our group are Christians, and awesome. we're good friends. Uh, we meet very often, and we're trying to help each other out by different—you know—different uh, you know, different skill levels. You know, everybody brings something to the table. So, but yes, we are all volunteers, and we are very close to each other.
1: That is key, is being friends. People try to force groups together, and if you're not good friends, and if you don't have some common I don't know, in my group is Christians as well. If you don't have something that's in common, something more than just surviving, they, they usually don't work out. But um, I appreciate your, your input there. That's always a, a struggle with, with preppers, looking for that group. And
2: I think that's where things like prepper camp and things like that do help because you get a chance to sit down and have lunch with these people and get to talk to them. So going to these type of shows like that definitely helps, I believe.
1: Absolutely, and and you get to meet different type of people, and you know you'll meet that one guy you go, yeah, I would never be in his group, and then you'll meet, (laughs) I'm probably that guy everybody meets that is like that. Then you'll meet that a person like yourself, and I'll go, man, how can how can I be in your group? And so yeah, that that is um that is awesome. Hey, um, skinny medic, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, you are wealth of knowledge. I hope these listeners will go to your website, buy your products, listen to your training videos, watch your training videos, and become better educated in the medical field. And you are here to help them. And it, I mean, you've got the information out there. It's just they've got to go get it. So, but I appreciate you coming on, and I look forward to seeing you in like a little bit less than a month at Prepper Camp
2: right just a few
1: weeks yes so but thank you for coming on and um, thank you for having me yeah and let's let's have you on again soon for sure absolutely okay well thanks for joining us and that was skinny medic and you guys seriously go out and check his website out check his videos out buy his products he is literally has quit his job to make a living to help you and you heard him from his own voice. He's not trying to, I mean, no one is going to get rich working with preppers. They're some of the cheapest people in the world. I mean, well, that's what I find, but maybe not. Hey, I got some announcements that I want to announce because that's what announcements do. Um, one thing, I want everyone to go to preppingacademy.com. That's preppingacademy.com. We're doing a giveaway, we're having a big giveaway. And I actually have some more sponsors that have come online that, are, that I haven't put on the website yet. But you can go online, register. All you have to do is register to be a part of our mailing list. And once you register, you are entered into the giveaway. Um, you can see some of the prizes. There's Again, there's a few more that's being added. But um, that's preppingacademy.com. Preppingi.ngAcademy.com. Preppingacademy.com. Go over there. Join our mailing list. Um, the academy is going to be for you can join the, the, the academy, and I've got videos that are being edited, getting ready to put up, and I'm, I'm going to train you step-by-step step on how to do things. Um, yeah, I've been a prepper for many years. I've got experts behind me that are helping me put this together. And not only am I going to train you, but it's going to be interactive where you can actually send me videos back and I can tell you if you're starting a fire, whatever it may be, I will give you suggestions. We'll have um, maybe biweekly live shows just for the members. It'd be very interactive where you guys can ask questions. You can show me your gear if you want to send a photo. It's I'm going to, in a sense, become a consultant for you and some other of my instructors, a consultant to you. And we're going to charge a very small fee for that. And, um, again, it's in the works. We'll get it done. Again, it's just going to take time for us to get that. Also, I want to tell you that next week, next Friday night at 10 o'clock, immediately after this show, I'm going to do a – or Kyle, which is not here. Kyle and I are going to do a live YouTube video. It's going to be live interactive. You'll see us. We'll show you gear. We'll talk about what the things we talked about on the show here. We will, um, we, uh, and um, so it will be live interactive. You'll see our ugly faces. And we'll have, you know, it's through YouTube, and I'll give you all the details about that. But um, that's starting next week. Uh, we want to be more interactive. This is our main show. That's going to be kind of the after show, and that's going to be, of course, free just because we we love doing this. We want to help you guys out as much as we can. I really appreciate you guys listening. I know that is, I'm, I'm amazed that people will listen to me and what I have to say on the radio. But anyway, please join us at preppingacademy.com. That's preppingacademy.com. And um, that's all I have tonight. I, I think thanks so much for Skinny Mac coming on. And next week, to be honest with you, I forgot what we have coming, but we're gonna have a great show. I gotta get that information out by tomorrow, so we, you know, join the mailing list on PrepperBroadcasting.com, and you'll get an email. So guys, thanks a lot. You guys have a great week, and thanks again for listening. God bless.
0: Best deals possible on preparedness items locally and online. Check out the American Preppers Network Buyers Club membership. APN Gold. APN Gold members get exclusive benefits, including access to discounts and specials to the best preparedness stores on the web. Save big by getting APN Gold today. Online at apngold.com or dial one two three four. Join APN. That's one two three four. Join APN or apngold.com.
3: Today's broadcast
1: has come to you through the courtesy of the Prepper Broadcasting Network. See our hosts, show schedules, archive programs, and more at PrepperBroadcasting.com. Thanks for listening.
0: Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com.